from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Thank you, Diego. Diego, of course, back at the studio while we here at the Big and Wild Outdoors are broadcasting live out in Lakeland, Florida. We are here for the Open Season Sportsman's Expo. It officially opened yesterday. Bill George and Jonathan were here, of course, with their prospective boots. Bill George here with uh, GMB Gator gear. I almost said supply. And then, of course, uh, <laughs> and then, of it's course, only taken five years. Jonathan is here with. Uh, his uh, archery shop uh, stuff all hanging out here, man. He's got a bunch of analogic blocks, mineral blocks, which you really, if you're a lazy person or you just don't have the area to go out or the effort or the ability to put in a massively huge Bill George, Jonathan Swindle, highly groomed food plot. Or the time. Or the time. These things here are, are growth dynamite i mean they really really are when it comes to producing deer that guys that you put the deer up on facebook will not be poo-pooing they won't be like uh, well yeah but what do you do you bring your antlers in to get uh, registered uh, what are they like you put them in a shoe box <laughs> you know they're hey. so small and can't eat the horns I, I people thought- that know that that mineral grows bone corn oh, yes. doesn't grow bone these uh, analogic blocks to put a few of those out on your property will do tremendous things, not just for the bucks, but also for the does. So it's all good stuff. So you got it also in the bag. You got it in the block. You got it all that stuff here, and you can get it here the from re- Jonathan. The, the the really fun thing was, and Bill can back me up on this, is the lights we've got now with Elusive that are here too, the hog hunting lights and everything else. I saw you saw some yesterday. And, yeah, that was – yeah, is that there, a green light? That's the green light that when they walk under the feeder, it lights up the entire area. We right. Have the, we have the TV show video playing and all that, and it's hilarious to watch people walk by and stop because you've worked a bunch of shows just like I have. Best thing in the whole wide world, and Carlos will say this too, put a TV out there with a DVD or a video playing and I disagree. Get out of their way. I, I disagree. disagree. Well, not everybody can disagree with everything. It's the, ma- it's the moth to the flint. No, you no, just you, you said the best, and I disagree with that. The green light. It's just like the green light around your dock, talking about no, snooking no. redfish and trout. It draws no. them in. No, I will disagree with that comment. There are some people who have had extremely lovely ladies. Yes, that too. And I do believe that that outbeats. The TV. That, 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 well, yeah, well, that, well, yeah. I'm just okay. saying. Just depends on where <laughs> hey, you are. Hey, or it could be like me yesterday with the headlamp. When I put the head, took the headlamp we have here, put one of the headlamps on, and I started walking around, and I had two dudes almost tackle me. Like, yeah. where it, did you get that? I'm now, like, step into my office. Now, <laughs> I, I had to, I had to pick a bone with you there. Oh, Lord. Because. Here I've talked about, and we've talked about the Wicked Lights, and we've talked about a lot of different things. You know, George and I run a Wicked Light right now, alligator hunting. And I knew you had the feeder lights, okay? I've got a special but, present but, coming But I you. turned around, I did not realize that you had a headlamp that would also oh. go 
No. With the various I, colors I have, and dimmable. I have a special package coming for my friend, Mr. Bill George, okay. for his alligator boat because this company also makes light bars yeah. in white, green, and red colors. So let's just say there's a certain Hawaiian shirt-wearing man that I know that goes gator hunting that's got two sets of green light bars that are going to be on the way to go it, on his totally alligator nice. boat. And, Nice. You know, but here I am, you know, Wait, is talking he about that, this is equipment. You're going to let him put him on that Carolina skiff? I don't Well, he's got, the, he's got the new one that they built. Yeah, that's uh, that the ha- Carolina skiff. The funny thing is that the Carolina skiff has also been um, joke-coated green. So that uh, that may be a yeah. little interesting. But I turn around. I, did, I didn't realize you had it. You have, you've talked about the feeder mm-hmm. lights and that, and, and so – you know, that, well, they that, just the headlight. They just that they redesigned their headlight and everything else. So they just released that, and they're very ago. similar to the Wicked Light. Yes. So uh, that, burn time. I, I, I turn around. I, I will have to look at that a little bit closer. And I want to thank everybody that came out last week to G Five. Uh, that event went extremely well. Uh, we had quite a few people there. Uh, Eddie, who who listens to the show quite Truck, a bit, Trucker Eddie, yep, and, and and he turned around. He's also been a faithful customer of G Five. He he won the bank stick last Good week, for Eddie. so that, Congrats, that was Eddie. real nice. Um, a very young girl won the harpoon pole, and uh, somebody else won the hooks. And some of the customers that were there at the G Five event were some of the first people to show up here. Uh, yeah, at today. eleven o'clock <laughs> today oh, yeah. or yesterday to, to for the event. Well, you gave so, the way of the last two pairs of tickets while you were out there at the event. And correct. It was, it was a good event. I, I, I of course didn't get there till around noonish, and uh, you were kind of right in the middle of one of your little uh, shirtless speeches there on the boat, and yeah. had the whole uh, audience enthralled with your magic Wait, tricks. What? Shirtless? What? Yeah, he <laughs> likes to do that when he gets up there in front of. And once you get over fifty people, he starts undressing. So I'd rather look was, at the red tide. Well, <laughs> sorry, kind of looks the same. But anyway, oh. the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he had kills a, everywhere. There were a lot of people uh, enjoying their uh, free lunch and all that stuff. They came in, bought a lot of stuff. There was, even after the seminar, they uh, speaking of Wicked Lights, sold a few of those, the handhelds and the, the headlamps, and uh, a lot of your, uh, you know, the big uh, harpoon poles and things like that. And uh, I, hopefully, a lot of people learned some stuff. I saw a lot of new faces in there that weren't there last year. Correct. You know, so. That's a good thing. Uh, that means that a new batch of people came and learned the proper way to do things and then uh, moved along. Hopefully they'll be successful yeah. this year. It, it's funny because we talk about different hunting techniques. I, FWC law enforcement has a booth in here on the other side of the expo hall. Yeah, Tony Young's here, man. And, and oh, yeah. Tony's, Tony's here also. But I was talking to law enforcement. I said, yeah, I've, I was thinking about starting to run a flashing blue light when I go alligator hunting and they kind of look at me, I said, not on my boat. Okay. Cause that would be legal. You I can't ha- have I, it. I but, have one, but I was talked about taking, let's say I hunt Lake Hancock and I want to keep the other hunters away from a particular part of the lake. <laughs> I just strapped that up to a tree. Dude, I okay. Have one. <laughs> he would do, and and, you know, and, he would do this. And all, all the other hunters, <laughs> 
Nobody likes to be jacked up by the man. Nobody wants to even get near him. Okay. So. And, and that was the funny thing. They talk about when they pull up at various places, everybody just disperses. Yeah. You know? All of a sudden, everybody's pulling the no. trailers back. No. Up. no. I, I you have, have to have it on a remote. You have to have it on a remote. You have to do it on a remote. That's yeah. all I'm Oh, saying. that would be better. I have one on a magnet. It's actually for law enforcement. It's, it's red, white, and blue. Okay, dragnet. It's, so, no, when I was a rep. I know I have it. I have it in my office somewhere. I'm sorry. Did you say a rep or arrested? Yeah, he's, rep. he uh, stole it right R- off R- the REP. But that's a good stole idea, it. Bill. You stole turn on that light, nobody's gonna go to that corner. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, if you see a couple of nice gators over there, and you want to go cruise back over there a little bit later, and somebody seems to be kind of easing up over there, chink chink, hit the remote. Yeah. Have that light. Leave. Chink You know the two different sides, so it looks like he's sitting back there in the back. They're like. Oh, dude, he, he must be back there watching everybody. I'm not going Wait, over there. Wait, are we close to the line? Th- throw, in a, <laughs> throw in a little whoop, whoop. Oh, that would be <laughs> even better. Hey, listen, I wanted to give you a quick rundown on the events today uh, at the uh, show. Uh, coming up today, Saturday, we're going to be uh, out here uh, broadcasting all the way to the end of the show. But what time is this closed today? Do you remember what time? I think we- 6, right? Six 9 o'clock? to 6 today. Yeah, today six, a long day. 6 o'clock. So it's, uh, doors are going to be opening up at 9 o'clock. And uh, today, starting at around 11, they're going to have the uh, Wild Game cooking demo going on. And uh, Jason Clark, um, he's the guy who had uh, Bill Burkett's boys enthralled for the longest time. He's the uh, Southeastern Reptile Rescue guy. And, you know, he pulled a couple of rattlesnakes out. And for uh, Bill's boys, they were all like, no, the, uh, mid, they want to the, touch. the, the middle one was like, they're they like, want somebody to... want to hold a snake? And they said he ran over people sure. going to the front of the room. I hold it. You know, she's got fangs. I don't care. So uh, Eddie Salter's going to be on at around noon. Uh, Brian Ferguson, if you don't know who he is, of course, he's the archery uh, trick shooting guy that uh, we had on the show last year. He came by. and The original. Yeah, the original. Um, uh, Tom uh, Messnard is going to be talking about total land management, which is a good thing especially here in the state of Florida, I would be asking him a cabillion questions when it comes to uh, planning and food plots and everything else here. And then it kind of goes through the whole thing again, starting at 1.30 with the wild game demo, uh, cooking demos, the reptile rescue, talking turkey, archery trick shooting, and then it goes on, rotates throughout the day. So uh, there'll be a lot of stuff for the kids to see, a lot of stuff for you to see. And, of course, there's booths everywhere. Everything from four-wheelers to archery to, to hunts to uh, all kinds of stuff. Going down yep. some of them, you got outfitters from out of state. Um, a lot of guys uh, bringing in stuff so that you can there, take a look at what you're When shooting. you walk in the hall, have you been, walked over there yet and seen the bears? No. Black bears? I saw them I, yeah, from Canada. I turned around. Holy jeez. The, the Canadian bear one? Yep. Yeah. Never seen it. Look like a couple but. of Florida bears. <laughs> But, but I turned around was over there with, uh, I know Alyssa's coming today with yes. the youth hunting program they have Four over there. Heart. Yes. Yes. And so I know we need to talk about that at some point too, because mm-hmm. they have a, they have a banquet next weekend. Yep. Are they going to shoot a bear? No. Oh. I told them. Jonathan's going to get up and run around. I told them they're bears over there. They're almost as big as our bears here. So they didn't think that was too funny though. We'll, we'll have truth, an event. <laughs> Jonathan run back and forth, and we all shoot them with blunts. <laughs> what? 
What? Shoot what? The Bears or the, the – Jonathan, the I'll, Bear. I ain't running. I don't run anymore. I'm down. I'm down. We're I'm taking down. a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. We're broadcasting live out at the Open Season Sportsman's Expo. Come on out and see us. We're at the RP Funding Center. Doors are going to be opening up at 9 o'clock. We're brought to you again by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We're going to eat some stuff. We'll be back. Welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live this morning out at the uh, RP Funding Lakeland Center out here. We have the Open Season Sportsman's Expo going on. Doors are going to be opening up at 9 o'clock this morning. Um, me, Bill George, Jonathan, and Carlos hanging out this morning just talking about just about everything. And I know Pretty Boy's on his way, too. <clears throat> oh, he's here. Mr. Singleton. Who? Mike. Man, he don't show up for nothing. Are you kidding? What's he going to do here? Was there free beer or something? What is it? Was there free oysters and beer somewhere? I don't see. He's not at home Assassa. He's not up there at the boys. He's coming out to work. What are you talking about? Work? Yeah. Okay. Well, Maybe we should videotape I don't that. Know. He don't call nobody, man. So I don't know. Well, anyway, <laughs> for the next one. Anyway, there. I wanted to kind of give you a rundown before the uh, break of of who is actually here. Uh, when it comes to the boots and everything else like that, uh, you have, uh, I think these guys have been here a couple of times, Cypress, uh, Cypress Creek Whitetails. Mm-hmm. They've been here before. Uh, we have uh, Kansas Big Buck Outfitters. I know they've they've been here before. Uh, you got South Country Hunting Incorporated, all kinds of the total lands management, trophy deer scoring, uh, U.S. Law Shield. Good people to talk to in these days if you're a yeah. carrier. Seriously. Soto Beef Jerky, Back Down Jewelry, ECO Outfitters, Eddie Salter, of course, is going to be here a little Turkey bit later man. on. Yeah, Feeder the Obsession, Feed the Obsession Outdoors, uh, Florida Camo, which is right around the corner from us. Awesome looking how, stuff. How, how close is that to DK? You know, it's funny you say that because uh, yesterday Steve Austin saw that it was they were going to be out here, and he sent me a picture of it. He goes, have you seen this camo? This is, like, freaking awesome. It's like a... A wilder mixture of DK Flatwoods and the old Palmetto Flies. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Oh, I don't, yes. I don't. You don't remember Palmetto Flies? Yeah, that was exactly before I could never afford saw camo. Yeah, yeah. DK Flatwoods started with a base color, background color of gray. So everything was on gray. So even in the netting and all that stuff, you didn't see any color through it When you, if you just wore the netting. You could wear a bright pink fluorescent shirt. You put that on there, it would... You wouldn't even see the color through it. Palmetto Flage had more yellow in it, which a lot of people, when they first looked at it, were like, man, what the hell is with all that yellow in that damn camouflage? I don't want to wear no damn yellow cam- You don't. You forget how much yellow is in palmettos. Yes. Uh, whether it be oh, a leaf. Camics, palmettos. Oh, yeah. When the palmettos are just on the verge of dying or already started to die or certain leaves of it, there is yellow, a lot of yellow in there. More than you would realize that there is until you actually look at it side by side and go, oh, crap, I really never noticed how much yellow is in there. So those were the two big competitor competition guys here in the state of Florida. 
DK Flatwoods and Palmetto Flash. Palmetto Flash was one guy out of Brooksville trying to work his butt off to get it. David uh, was a big-time turkey guide, big-time turkey hunter. And they almost came up with the ideas simultaneously. And I think that DK Flatwoods did a better job of marketing and getting it out in the stores and all that stuff than poor David did all by himself. It was just him and his wife. So, Well, and DK was another one that when they hit the scene, you guys know it just like I do, all the banquets and everything else, it was like, everything. Yeah, it was DK, at every, every it yeah. was at every uh, turkey banquet, National Wild Turkey Federation banquet. Uh, you know, Dale, that was his boy Dale and all those guys, yeah. they, they were always there doing that stuff. And, of course, you can still find DK Flatwoods, but I think you can only get it online now. Yeah. Um, the yeah. website's still active. You still can get it there. Palmetto Flage has gone the way of the dodo. And now you have this new one, this Florida camo, that really is – some good-looking stuff. Well, and their really stuff is. over here is well, screen I, I, 3D, I didn't too. mean to take you on that long of a sidetrack from your list, you know. No, but, I mean, uh, there's that, a good story behind that. It did look good. That. It did look good. I, I remember the first time I wore DK Flatwoods in Missouri. And the reason why is because it worked everywhere. It didn't matter where you went with it. DK Flatwoods worked everywhere. That green, that ba- that gray, that background – Blended in with cedar trees and blended in with any all that stuff. I'm sitting in a Quonset hut restaurant with uh, my friend Jeffrey Scott. We're getting ready to go out to go deer hunting. And he wanted to swing in there and get some eggs and some coffee. So I go in this Quonset hut full of farmers. Literally, there's a cloud of Marlboro smoke from about 10 feet from the ceiling all the way to the floor. Because <laughs> everybody out there smokes. And so they're smoking and drinking their coffee. All them farmers, you know, chewing the fat before they get out and do their thing. Going in to see Ethel and get a couple of eggs and everything, so I came out of there smelling like I'd been uh, rolling around in a you know a Marlboro convention. And as I'm sitting there eating eggs, this guy walks up to me and goes, "Dude, where'd you get that marijuana camouflage from?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what?" I'm from Florida. And I go, "What?" He goes, "The the camo, the marijuana leaves on the camo. Where did you get that?" And I went. Uh, out of Florida, he goes, oh, figures, man. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know why they associate pot with Florida, but he was like, I said, but, dude, I hate to disappoint you. This ain't, these aren't marijuana leaves. And he's like, what? And I said, no, they're palmetto leaves. He goes, what's a palmetto? What's a palmetto? And I said, it's like a miniature little palm tree thing that grows out of the ground. And he's like, well, I've never seen it before, but, dude, it looks like marijuana camo to me. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's not. And so next thing you know, two more guys came out of the kitchen. Because the other guy walked in and goes, dude, you got to go out there and check out that marijuana camo. It's awesome. Where can I get it? And I said, DKFlatwoods.com. Go buy it. Go buy as many of them as you want. <laughs> marijuana camo. The next great idea out of Florida. Oh, Lord. Give it a shot. Maybe we will have that one day. Well, yeah. it's, it's legal in a lot of states now. So, sure. Yeah. Know. Well, I think the shirt would no, already no. be legal. But Hunting in your backyard field? <laughs> Blend I, in. <laughs> I think you'll attract more teenagers to your spot than deer. That's Cult- really bad Cultivating, thing. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Easy. I, I, I have a few, you know, I have some apparel from DK Flatwoods, but I have worn them at different times, so the washings are all off, so they're all, like, Faded in different and, and this is different levels. Yeah, this is a sad thing. Only Carlos worries about being in sync with his camouflage. If no, you if you remember, 
I wear what's clean, dude. You could tell from the pictures. If you remember one of his uh, world-famous pictures that was in the FWC handbook one year, if you notice, he was off-color. He had a DK Flatwood shirt that was about three shades lighter than the pantalones that he was wearing. So I'm sure it drove him absolutely insane. No. But the thing about DK Flatwoods, that whatever fabric it is that they were using or where they got it from, the more you washed it, the softer it got. It that was is just, true. It was so awesome. Yes. The shirt is so soft. I, I mean, it's it's literally, uh, I mean, it's like one of those, uh, what do you call those blankets that, they, uh, that keeps well, the heat? Anyway, before, before we yeah. get to the <laughs> I mean, end of the segment, some, you want to finish your list? End of the segment. Dude, that's a long list. <laughs> it is a long list. <laughs> you want Steve Austin to have an aneurysm if he reads that whole list? Oh, my gosh. He'll, hit, he'll drive his own he'll, car he'll, into a telephone Yeah, pole. he'll drive right off the bridge. Florida Bowhunters Association, the Florida Federal uh, Feral Hall Control Incorporated, FWC is out here as well. Uh, Florida Forest Service. I mean, there's literally just about everything you can have uh, at an outdoor expo here. And the good thing is, is that it's nice to see that there's a lot of uh outfitter guys here of course with jonathan as well i mean he can hook you up on a hog hunt or a deer hunt or if he wants to slog out to new mexico i don't know oh and you'll have to talk him into it jonathan has he's the only guy with the one and done feeders in the whole state of florida that's right safari club internationals here too and uh one and done feeders if you want to come get them here they are that's the best feeder on the market and come see the new straps is all i'm gonna say the straps. Oh my the, God! The Those straps that Jeff duty. and them brought over there are, yeah, we're fixing to have some fun with those. Those yeah. are heavy duty, man. These What's are. What's wrong the, with the old straps? No, these no. are these are the now you literally have a apparatus that when you hang it on the tree, uh, I dare any it, bear person or anybody else to try to take it because it ain't happening. Jeff it, Jeff said he put peanut butter and honey. On those straps, and they could not chew through it. And if when it you is, see they got it, teeth. you'll understand. It it's is like a, metal. It's all it, metal. It is a woven stainless steel. You know how, like, you have the snatch straps that is the yeah. the plastic, yeah. and when you tie it, it goes tighter <laughs> yeah. and flattens out? That's what he had made out of stainless steel in ratchet straps, okay? Very nice. 8,500-pound so, brake weight. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's like several thousand pound working load. Yes. Really? Working load. Well, that's nice. I you mean, want to pull you, out a tractor? Use that. So are those separate or do they come with the one and dones when you purchase them? Oh, yeah. That, no, they're definitely separate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, but, not to poo-poo those, the but, new fangled ones, but the old ones made it through a couple of hurricanes at your oh, place. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Well, we bought the uh, We bought the old school tractor supply Roll King four pack for <laughs> yeah, and they're nice and they work great. I'm just saying, but but these these look very very nice and and for me I start hauling a tractor back and forth if I could ever get some free time to go back in the woods again, I, I turn around and uh, to strap the tractor down to the trailer, use them for that. You know you don't have to worry about all of a sudden somebody slams on the brake in front of you that your tractor goes shifting not that i want to give away free ideas but has he thought about maybe making a strap like that for trail cams so that when you strap it on a tree some fool can't come along and like saw through it or cut through it or anything like that great minds have great conversations is all i'm going to say he's got a patent on it 
Well, then you should uh, you should look into that because if you could save uh, to be continued all these uh, <laughs> morons that go out and steal cams from everybody uh, to frustrate them anymore, uh, then just going out whipping oh, a pocket look, knife look out. It, look at it right there, Braden. See the the advertisement. That's what's it actually, called? That's Something strapped. It. What's it called? I can't see what the other. What's the red letters? What is this? G O L. So is it a gull strap? Oh, I see strap, but what is it? G-U-L strap? Mm-hmm. God, you guys are hey. horrible. What does it say? Jack strap. Goal strap. Goal strap? Yeah. Jack strap. <laughs> That'd be Steve. He'd be calling us in the Jack strap. No, no, Jack. no, God, no. Jack strap. <laughs> oh, well, that's it, huh? Yes, sir. That's well, it. then I say you work on the gold strap for uh, all these people who are spending too much money on, on – uh, cameras out there and they go back and they're gone mm-hmm. still one of the greatest things uh ever that i ever saw was the guy that hooked one up to one of those well i can't go into that never mind <laughs> oh man there might, there might be atf limitations there might be atf ramifications on that one there yeah. so what do you got going on out here bill george i see you got uh, your snares you got some pegs well, you, you got, got some Hooks, you got uh, harpoons. We got a variety of stuff Bang here. Sticks. So, oh, we got I got a variety of alligator equipment out here. Yeah. Best yet, you got George. If you want to come talk about alligator hunting, one on one, George is George is great. Well, you're yeah. gonna need all day, so get here as soon as you can. Get the doors uh, around nine o'clock. Start your conversation with George at nine twenty, and you'll be out of here just in time to go get some dinner. Yep. Be a good time had by all. And uh, you can purchase some stuff while you're here. What are you going to be doing? You're going to just be floating around, playing just floating with stuff? floating around, yeah. What does help, he always do? Help help Jonathan if he needs some help. Help right. George. Yes. Help, you know. Very nice. Go find some people to harass. You know, FWC is going to have a new wave of people come over today. So, I'll go talk to a few Introduce more. himself. Gosh, man. Why do you, now, he's, you said. He's, he's on the wanted list. No, no, so. no, no. I turned around. One of the officers I talked to yesterday met me one time last year while I was alligator hunting on Lake Hancock. Well, he was at the boat ramp. He remembered me mm-hmm. from one encounter yeah. at a boat ramp. Yeah. So And you're shocked about that. They're, they're paid they're paid to do that though. But you're 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 singled out by the FWC. You're shocked so. by that. He, he says, Did you do any good? It's like, yeah, we did we did pretty good. They're all up on your Facebook page. Your reputation page. precedes you. They're all My up Facebook on. page doesn't have very many posts. Mine doesn't. I did post a picture, I will say. My wife and I celebrated 32 years of anniversary. That yesterday? Poor, God bless yesterday. her. That poor lady. Yeah. Not yet. Day before lady, yesterday. So. Actually, he's got to be doing something good or she'd have left his ass a long time ago. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's her putting Listen, up with whatever. Do or... Don't get into that. Read the list. <laughs> all right. We're going to take a break. <laughs> The Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Come on out and see us this morning. Gates open up at 9 o'clock. It is the uh, great time of year to come on out, get a little bit giddy. I mean, seriously, I mean, deer season starts at the end of the month. Seriously. So, uh, open season Sportsman's Expo out here at the uh, RP Funding Center in Lakeland, Florida. Gates open at 9, closes at 6. You got all day. Come on out. We'll be right back.
I'm going to assume we were back. Sorry, Diego, I was not paying attention because, uh, you know, when a celebrity comes buzzing around, you know, you got to do a little handshaking, you got to do a little reminiscing and all that kind of good stuff. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors, broadcasting live out here this morning at the RP Funding Center in Lakeland, Florida, for the uh, the big outdoor expo we got going on for the first time in a, in a year, a COVID year, but the Open Season Sportsman's Expo, and I will say this, that I think this man has been here almost every single year since we were doing yeah, them back got, in the you 90s. you got to back up now. It's not just this isn't a celebrity. This is one of the icon, oh, I know. Uh, icons. <laughs> he's, one of, he's one of the good guys, man, one of the good guys. Which are there very few left. Uh, Mr. Eddie Salter, welcome in. How are you? Turkey this man. Oh, my God. A little weak this morning, though. <laughs> it would have been nice if Glenn Kidman would have been here at the same time. You guys could have been over here. Uh, oh, Lord. Spitting and drumming all each other. A little duet. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're over here pounding on their chests and going. Blah, blah, blah. That's it. That's well, it. Well, how are you doing? It's well, been a I'm, while. Hey, it's great to be out here and be uh, seeing a bunch of friends that I've had opportunity like you, you were mentioning a while ago. I've been down here a bunch of different years, and, uh, man, it's it's good to be back in Florida. Yes, I sir. tell you, you uh, I, I don't I don't know. I think I was thinking the first time that we were uh, that we interviewed you. Um, that was when we were on another radio station, and we, it was me, Glenn, and Bart back in the day, and uh, we had you and Larry Weisson in at the same time, talking. And the next thing you know, it's like when you talk to uh, Ted Nugent. These two got together and started talking about Texas and everything else like that. All we had to do was just put our mics up and just sit back sit and back. wait for the break. <laughs> yeah, well, we, that, we didn't have to do anything. They were reminiscing and talking. took over the whole dang show. Yeah, I enjoy having an opportunity to visit with old Larry. I don't get to see him a whole lot anymore. But, yeah. you know, we, we do catch up at these shows, and uh, I've had an opportunity to hunt with him, and just a great fella. Are you spending a lot of time out in the woods anymore these days, or are you just? Uh... Oh yeah, I'm gonna get. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the time to do that. If it gets where I can't go hunting, uh, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna retire and hang the spurs up and and hide nope. because I'm gonna hunt. All right, well that's true. Now I got to ask you this: last year, the big trend, uh, you know, my day job is I sell firearms and and outdoor stuff like that. So, sure. but last year it seemed like, well maybe for the past two years, but last year especially. Everybody had to go kill a turkey with a 410. That was like the oh, big thing. Everybody had to kill it with a 410 single shot with with TSS loads. And I was like, you know, five years ago, they were telling you, if you weren't shooting a turkey with a 10-gauge, three-and-a-half inch, you weren't a man. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what do well, you think I, about I th- that? Well, I think it was just a challenge. I think uh, mm-hmm. I think hunters love challenges. And, and uh, you know, and, and they look at the 410s, uh, like a little old squirrel gun or something, and uh, but you put that new TSS in it, yes, sir, and it's 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 almost as good as that ten gauge, seventy yards. That's right. These guys are killing these things, and yeah. and they're not getting beat up as That's much, right. and they're light and easy to carry through the woods. I know uh, Rossi makes one that probably weighs maybe three or four pounds. That's I'm, right, and it's super light. And uh, I said, man, I couldn't imagine the the kick on that bad boy with that TSS load. That's a those things are heavy. That's right. And we were selling them, I think, uh, this past year. That stuff ain't cheap. That's like 75 bucks for five rounds, man. That's crazy. That's right. What? That's right. Oh, dude, this past year with COVID, not being able to get ammo, it was $75 for five rounds. Seriously. That wow, TSS that's, that's, Wow, that's more than 50 cal. <laughs> it is. Wow. 50 cal is cheaper. 
I got a box of that at home. I got to think about it. <laughs> but, you know, if you look at it, though, and, and you know, we, we try to get these youngsters involved in the sport. Sure. You know, we can break out that 410 and it don't punish them and uh, they can kill that turkey out there. You know, like I said, 40, 50 yards, it's safe with that 410 with that TSS. So I think, you know, uh, the more we can get these youngsters involved in it, uh, you know, it's a. Uh, Positive. We're looking out for our future. Well, I know that uh, we talked about probably about the middle part of the year, but one of the positive things that came out of the whole COVID deal was how many people went back to the woods. Absolutely. And Absolutely. the hunting numbers have gone through the roof uh, when it comes to hunting licenses and fishing as well. Absolutely. And uh, I think that in a lot of states in the Northeast and everywhere else, a lot of new hunters – they didn't want to go beat themselves up with a 12-gauge or with a 10 or whatever. Yep. So you had a lot of first-time buyers that would go with the 410. That's right. But I, I, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. Uh, with the amount of numbers of hunters going up, it seems like outside the hunting industry, there are forces out there trying to uh, knock down those numbers. The antis are looking at things going, man, we got too many hunters that are getting in it and they're liking it. Yep. We're losing ground here. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a way that, I mean, besides just getting young people out there, how do you You know, I, I really, do I, I don't know the answer to that, but, you know, uh, yeah, all this social media stuff now, uh, you know, hunters get on there and it's so much negative against each other, you know, but we need to be fighting for each other. Yeah, we need brother. to be patting each other on the back and if supporting that's right if we ain't got anything good we we just yeah, need to leave it alone so, well, and, and, and and encourage it can you stay we gotta take a quick break do you sure. have to go anywhere no, you gotta eat go. breakfast stuff? i'm good to go we're I'll talking right with, here we're talking with the man himself the turkey man himself mr eddie salter we're going to take a fast break we're brought to you by brandon ford broadcasting live out at the open season sportsman's expo opens up at nine o'clock this morning so get ready get on out here head on over and get ready uh, Eddie's waiting on you. He's already here. Dress and ready to go. We're taking a break. We'll be right back. When will I know that I really can go to the well one small time to decide on when it's killing me? When will I really see all that I need to know? Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden and Jonathan and the man himself, Mr. Eddie Salter, out here broadcasting live out of the Open Season Sportsman's Expo in Lakeland, Florida. Gates open up at 9 o'clock this morning, and uh, they close them up at around 6 tonight. Uh, only on this show would, during the break, we all get into a deep conversation about squirrel brains and, and scrambled eggs Talk for about breakfast. good eating. Uh, and, uh, Mr. Eddie, you were talking about the fact that when you were a youngster, Growing up where? Where was this you were growing up? As in a, as Alabama, a, South Alabama. So in Alabama, when you had a mess of squirrels on a plate, who got the head? Oh, the old folks did. It, you know, it was it was a sin if you went in there and, and got that head. That was for for the older people there. That was for daddy and mamas and, and grandmas and grandpas. You didn't get that squirrel head. I know. Uh, and they take a big old spoon and they turn around and pop that old squirrel, you know, head. And where they could get in there to them brains. Well, that's, that's a, what I was gonna say. How in the hell, how in the world do you crack that thing open? You whip out some like chopsticks a or a straw? A walnut cracker, or something. like a walnut. 
<laughs> yeah, you can do that, or I take one of them little big tablespoons and pop it. Yeah. And just crack it right open, and then they dig my, it out of there. My, yeah, straight up. My kids, when oh, I say old. we say brains in it, well, my grandmother, and I laugh my butt off to this day, my great, their great grandmother. I said brains and eggs, and my great grandmother, or their grandma, great grandmother, my grandmother looks at them and goes, "That ain't brains and eggs, because we take <laughs> sausage and eggs and make the, the oh yeah, make it that way." And yeah. they all laugh. They go, well, "What was brains and eggs, Meemaw? She's <laughs> like squirrel brains. That's right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> squirrel calf, whatever. I mean, I mean, uh, like I said, Skyway Jacks yeah. used to serve now, it lot, all the time. A lot of folks used. Use pig brains. Yeah, yes, pig, sir. yeah. Now, what are these things you whipped well, out actually, out of your this arsenal? Is, this is a what brand is that new, thing? That's a brand new box. Is that a machete on there? Yeah, it is. Now, why hasn't somebody ever thought of putting metal on the paddle in the first place? I don't know, but I'm glad they didn't because uh, it's been a winner for me. And uh, <laughs> if you get a chance to come by the show today and pick it up, it's got a unique sound to it. And I tell you what, uh, I hunted. Uh, can I hold it? Yes, sir. You sure can. I want to say because I, I've always been a fan of aluminum, especially here in sure. Florida, yep. because with the, with the amount of rain that we get in the springtime, yep. and aluminum will work for most of the part if it's wet. And not only that, if it's windy and we get those windy. afternoon storms, it cuts well, through that you wind know, you so well. You want me to tell well. you another good thing for that? Dude, the you way, use this the as way a he likes to fan turkeys and all that, with that gobbler runs in there, gets too close, you can't see the shot. There you go, self defense. <laughs> this one, for some reason, it doesn't doesn't hang up or anything. It seems to be easier to work than oh, yeah. a piece of wood. Oh, Is that oh, because it's well, smoother it, or what? Well, actually, it's just uh, you know we don't put a spring under the screw, nope. and it, it just it's just uh, with all that uh, extra slack in there, it just runs itself just mm-hmm. about. Well, this one's autographed, so I get to keep this one, or is that one? <laughs> <laughs> You're killing. I'm me. asking for a friend. No, this one here says like this one's made from walnut and what is that? Aluminum, Aluminum. in uh, where Alabama? Evergreen, Evergreen, Alabama. That's right. By Eddie Salter, the Turkey Bear. He autographed his own stuff. Mm-hmm. That's right. I like it. How much are these bad boys? I mean, oh, you can get just, them at the booth. Uh, they just need to come by there and pick out them. Uh, these are more of a collector type deal, so they're gonna be running about 125. But for a long box, uh, that's pretty much the standard on that. But I that, think I would I would drag that thing through the woods. Even I don't care. It's like a Charlie Oaks knife. He'll be mad at you for not using it. Firing up. You know, what I like to do is, is actually. What is that when you were just. That was just a little mouthpiece. Uh, but I mean, what was it? Give me your special double cut reed venom, blah, 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 blah. Give me a heads It's up. got a salter cut on it. It's oh, got a oh, you got your own cut? Got my own cut on it. I had to formulate my own cut. You know, I've been doing this stuff for hundreds of years. At least a like, week. Yeah. And, yeah, it's over. So why, why not introduce your own cut? How do you do, I mean, how did you do your own cut? I mean, did you sit yeah. there in front of the football game and take a whole mess of ones that haven't been cut well, with you, your wife's toenail clippers and take a couple of V's out of it? Well, and, we take a little sharp pair of scissors and uh, we just start going in there. We've been cutting these things for 30-something years and, you know, we just trying to come up with some unique cuts and different things and to get some different sounds out of it. So uh, he, He's been in a few calling contests before. About yeah. that, too, yeah. But, but <laughs> I mean, it almost gets to a point where 
you have to have a trained ear that's been around for 30 years to be able to tell the difference between a double-cut venom reed and a, right. a single-cut blah, 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 well, whatever what, they call it. What it is, it's a mind game. And, and, and if you take, you know, one or two of the ones I got over there, you're probably going to like one better than the other. Uh-huh. And you'll say, well, that man, I like that. And, and that's the one you're going to use over and over and over. So, basically, uh, that's why so many different cuts. So it's kind of like yeah. ladies. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's it. Exactly. Now, is there one particular one that you could suggest to somebody uh, who's a horrible caller, Bill George, and uh, that way uh, he could just slap it in his mouth and go right off to the back? Absolutely. So a lot of these are different thickness uh, latexes. And uh, so the thinner latex uh, and uh, – you know, ones that don't have as many latex. Some of them's got five. Some of them got four. I know it's crazy. Some of them two. And I, oh, go ahead. I was just waiting for you to suggest me to use a Fox Pro. A Fox Pro? <laughs> yeah, just some no, electronic. No, sir, that, that's kind of like slapping me in the face. There. <laughs> yeah. You need to have a. You need to be able to run these calls. Yes, you don't need no. to push a button. Now, no, I, I agree. Now, I agree. what about your uh, your uh, round call there? Uh, this your, is your a slate? little. You know, we slate? don't. We we are. This, this actually is aluminum. Oh, you were I like talking that. about aluminum. Yeah. And uh, that works. And it will actually, like you said, it'll work in wet conditions. Right. So that's one of the reasons I really so, like that aluminum uh, right there. And but let me let me say this. What is that aluminum coated with? Actually, we actually condition it. You know, just like. These women, when they clean jewelry, yes. they run them through them stones. Yes. We actually take that aluminum and run it through them stones and condition it, and it puts a condition on that. Never have to sand it. It's just accidentally we found it. That's and, awesome. And, man, you don't never have to get out there and worry about it. Sanding it in the morning It's good to get nice. No chalk, no nothing, no yeah. anything. Just take it out and use it. And the reason I've you know, got several calls over here is uh, – do you bass fish? I know that's a stupid yeah, question. Yeah, I know I bass fish. Do you take a tackle box or do you take one worm out there to go fishing? Well, when it comes to bass fishing, you take a tackle box. That's yeah. right. No. In the same way with turkey calls, you know. And the reason for that is if you get out there and you've been using that old purple worm and ain't got a you know, bite, but you go to a buzz bait, first time you throw it out there, whoop, you catch one. Well, which one are you going to be fishing yeah. with for a while? <laughs> for the rest of the day? Yeah. Right. yeah and be easy, and then that's the same way with turkey calls. You get out there and you call that old turkey, and he answers that call. Well, you build confidence right there, but you may go through one that he don't like. But I promise you one thing, if you get out there with this old long box, when turkeys are not gobbling, you crank up that thing. Of course, we can make them gobble from here to Orlando with it sure. so loud. But yeah. but what it does, it makes turkeys gobble. And to be honest with you, if you can't hear them gobble, yes, you sir. can't kill them. Ain't that correct? Yes, sir. i got to ask you this, though. Uh, in all your years of being out there popping these things, is there any body language indicator that a Tom will give you that you've seen or noticed over the years that will tell you instantly – that that guy is interested and he's going to be coming your way. Is there well, body language oh, that you yeah. see? You, you can learn to read them. A lot of times is like if you take that call and you see him out there and he's strutting and you take that call and and he gobbles before you get through calling to him. He's telling you right there. You? He, he, you know, <laughs> I'm looking for you. Where are you at, ladies? And, you know, you got my attention. Now, there's, so, there's sometimes, though, I'll, I'm, the reason I ask you that is because I've noticed on the last two birds that I've ever killed, 
they'll shut up for a while and then they start looking. They'll start looking. And they kind of give you that body language like, maybe I'm going to go there, maybe I'm not. And they're kind of leery about it. Is there anything that gives a shoulder shrug? Uh, like an Italian would tell you, I need some tells. You need to tell me what the tells are that tell me that this guy's coming. You know, when you start, actually, when you start cutting to a turkey, you know, and you really get into that cutting, uh, what is that telling him when I, you do I, that? You know, I really can't say that, but I think he's telling him that you love him. That if he gets <laughs> excited. closer, you'll kiss him in the ear and <laughs> all of above. But right. And one thing I found out: Florida turkeys, the Osceola turkey, loves cutting. I've had just as good a luck. Really? Yeah. Yep. And I tell you, one little thing we come up with this year, I'm going to let Mark, because he can do it in the distance right there. When we've had turkeys hung up out there that wouldn't come any closer, and we've been cutting to them, we've been coming in there and doing a little bit of a Jake gobble. So this is a brand new item we hit, and I'm going to let him do it right there. What do you? Yeah. It's like a little – Yeah, get out of here, son. You know, get gone. That sounds like a very, very young gobble. <laughs> That's it. And it, he'll want to come in and knock the dust out of his mouth. Yeah. And Dude, it, that almost sounds like a squirrel call. Well, it's, it's based on a lot of that. But that's but just that little low gobble right there. And uh, you open it up and shake it and then come down and close it off at the end. With your hand? Yeah. Shake it and then close it off. There you go. You get that little throaty sound and, and, at the end. And it's like always that. that young, okay, young buck, go on. Yeah, and, the good, and you know the good <laughs> thing about this is if you're using this gobble call in the woods, other hunters aren't running to your spot to shoot some Jake. That's right. That's a good thing. I yeah. like that. Well, and I know. That's pretty cool, man. Well, you see that? I can't remember one of your DVDs or something. I read that uh, you talking about the fighting purr and all that oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yep. And I've had family members that I've showed them, and that's – the go- like you say, the gobbler That's hangs right. up. He'll hang up out there with them hens and all that, and all of a sudden he hears that fighting yes, purr, and it's like, uh-uh, no, 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 you're not yeah, doing I'm, that in my house. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad about doing it with a mouth call. Yes, sir. Well, now, the last big bird that I shot wouldn't come in for any call except two girls fighting. And once these two girls, it was a girl fight, Yeah. boom, he was running in, and he wanted to see it. Here he comes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You start kicking some leaves and doing all that stuff at the same time, and that yeah. boy, is, he cannot miss that fight. Add some excitement to it. You, you burn him up. Well, that's interesting that on all your years of hunting here that you think that the the cut seems to bring them more than anything else because I think a lot of guys sit out there and they they think all this sweet talking with the purring and everything else like that, you know, they're out there all nice, soft yep. calls, purring and trying to get him to fire off. If I would take your advice and say if the cut is what is working in the state of Florida, then that would be oh, yeah. a go-to one to go to. Now, what you were talking about sound like two hens. Right. This little call right here, you can take it and close off a hole here. Steady. Ain't going to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Yep. Oh, they are? Yep. Hey, uh, go, we're going to go ahead and take a break if you can, Diego. If you can go ahead and do it. we got to do the national anthem and all the other kind of good stuff like that. We'll talk more with Eddie Salter when we come back. We are broadcasting live at the Open Season Sportsman's Expo out in Lakeland, Florida, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Hang on, guys. We'll be right back. 